0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Yes, for those of the folks that guessed where we were, you were correct, Um, we are in Lake Tahoe, specifically South Lake Tahoe. And then those of you that asked if we brought our puppies, of course we did. That's why we're here. Yeah, okay, it's a little cold, go inside. All right, folks, uh, this is your daily financial news. It is Wednesday, April 20th, and lots of stuff to talk about today. Uh, First and foremost, one of the books that I got thanks to Anna Kelly, "Lord of Easy Money." Uh, It's an interesting read. Just started here on the trip. You will see a video later in the day from Anna Kelly talking about important video or important books that she had. Uh, Again, links will be in the description and anything we talk about. I want to talk about the housing market. We got some housing numbers today, and uh, frankly, the housing market is performing exactly like I said it would. It feels good to be right. Although let's admit we need a couple of more months for me to officially start gloating. But the early numbers are in and I am looking really good. What do I mean by this? First and foremost, transactions are falling. We got numbers this morning that March sales were down 4.5%. And let's remember Real estate is weird, right? Because March closings are January and February contracts. And if you know anything about the mortgage market, we did not experience the last leg up in mortgage rates until after these contracts were signed. So hopefully most of these buyers had what is called a rate lock and they protected themselves from the worst of the run-up. So again, Uh, The market is behaving exactly like I've talked about. We will have a housing crash, but it will be in transactions, not price. More evidence that this call is correct. Transactions down 4.5%. Prices up 15% year on year. And folks, this really is an inventory discussion. Inventory is down 9.5% year on year and only 950,000 homes. At the current rate, this is a two-month supply. What is important about a two-month supply means housing could double, almost triple, and we would be back to a balanced market, right? Six months is the often quoted measure. So again, we will have a housing crash. It will be in transactions, and it will not be in price. But as real estate investors, Kind of the best of both worlds for us. We get to be super selective. We get to write only good or great offers. And if the seller says no, we move on to the next one. So again, this is a lot of fun. And again, these March closings, again, down 4.5%. Likely had mortgage rates at 3.9%. That was the end of February's number. Now today, they are 5.35. So again, those... Numbers that I called um, look good. So again, just so we have some totality on the numbers. When I called for a 25% crash in real estate transactions this year, the number was 6.1 million. Uh, now we are at 5.77 million. Again, the trend is down. It's fun to be right, especially when so many of you keep saying, I am wrong. It is uh, It is fun. Folks, one of the things we are going to talk about today is a history lesson. So if you can, if you're at your desk or watching this somewhere, please get a piece of paper because we are going to go over, I don't know, 10 or 12 metrics that I want you to write down. Because it will show exactly, based on historical information, why I'm so confident in my call of a housing crash in transactions, not in price. A couple other things going on. Um, What else do we have? Go Banking Survey, 66%. Folks, that's two-thirds. Two-thirds of people who were planning, who were planning to buy a home are now deciding to wait. Transactions going down. Uh, We have 41-year high in inflation. no, No question. We have weak consumer expectations and I think getting weaker. We have rising rates. All of those point to less transactions. Looks like Tesla is going to fire up their Shanghai uh, manufacturing plant and their employees or workers are really stepping up. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like they are going to basically live at the plant. So they get in a closed loop and they just keep cranking out cars. They're not going to go home. All of this zero COVID. So again, tesla folks are really stepping up to build uh saw an article from a 29 year old gig worker that really inspired me she has created she has created six income streams three rentals and she gave four things that she never spends money on which i thought was a very interesting list she doesn't buy new or designer clothes or handbags she shops at thrift stores She doesn't travel on unsubsidized flights, think credit card points, things of that nature. Rent, she's an owner. She owns three rentals and house hacks and drinks after 8 p.m. She likes happy hour. Uh, And then finally, uh, Uber trips under three miles. She's not above getting 12,000 steps in. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, We got mortgage uh, information today. Purchase purchase mortgages are down 3%. Again, it was down last week, down this week. They are going down, down, down. Uh, We did see that there was a fintech company in San Francisco. Uh, Did I write it down? I didn't write down the name. Why didn't I write down the name? Anyways, they're cutting 10% of their employees. They've already cut 10%. My question for you, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, CEO, I think his name's Charlie Sharp, said it was the largest quarterly drop in mortgage applications ever. Largest he'd ever seen, and he's been in finance almost five decades. So when does Wells Fargo start to lay off? Right, remember their earnings from Thursday last week? 33% drop in mortgages, folks. This is coming. Uh, It will be interesting to watch. The Chinese real estate market, is not doing well it is doing much much worse than they're telling us like every other market they have tiers of cities think beijing and shanghai tier one their tier three cities uh this is just an example of just the problem going on uh tiers three cities have 270 meters of property for sale now in context that means nothing certainly means nothing to me uh, what they had two years ago, only 37 million square meters. So again, folks, that's almost 8x available. Again, you want to crush real estate markets, have supply dwarf demand. Expectations, consumers are cutting back. China, real, China's economy and the real estate market, not going to be good for a long, long time. All right, folks, this is your history lesson. What are you doing, Sonny? All right. Sorry about that. Had to make sure he wasn't going to jump off the balcony. So here's your history lesson. Write these down if you can. If you're driving, do it later. Uh, We are going to talk about six periods. Uh, We're going to talk about October. Actually, let me set it up. I'm sorry. First and foremost, I want to give Matt, the mortgage guy, credit for this. I got this from him. So Matt, the mortgage guy, thank you for this. It was awesome for you to share. We're going to talk about the six Period since World War II, uh, where the Fed was raising rates, right since 1993, I'm sorry, not World War II, since 1993, we're going to talk about the duration of the rate increases, like how long from first to last. Then we're going to talk about how big the rate increase was for mortgages. Then we're going to talk about price, and then we're going to talk about transactions. Remember, crash in transactions does not mean crash in price. So the first rate increase cycle is often quoted on CNBC is the soft landing, 1994 period. First rate increase, October 93. Last rate increase, December 1994, 14-month period. 30-year mortgage went up 2.38% in that period. Prices went up 3%. Transactions went down 11. God, I'm good. January 96 to September 96, that was an eight-month rate increase. Mortgages went up 1.2% in that period. Prices went up 2%. Transactions went down two. October 98 to May 2000, 19-month rate increases. Mortgages went up 1.8%. Prices went up 13%. Transactions fell 2%. January, oh, I'm sorry, June 03 to June 04, that is a 12-month rate cycle. Mortgage went up 1.06%. Prices went up 13. Transactions went up two. January 05 to July 06, 13-month rate increase cycle. Mortgage rates went up 1.18%. Prices up seven. Transactions down 14. November 12 to December 13, 13-month rate cycle, mortgages went up 1.1%. Prices went up 11. Transactions went down to All of this give you the averages. The average rate increase cycle is 13 months. I would argue we are on a much longer rate increase. The average rate increase was 1.46. I would argue, and we have already seen greater than that. Average price increase was 8%. Transactions down five. Folks, I believe believe prices will be relatively flat, but transactions are going to crater. We are already up two and a half uh, basis or two and a half percent, 250 basis points, and we are going higher. Remember, folks, Fed speak. This is the last week the Fed will speak. Powell talks tomorrow. The Fed is talking about neutral, two and a half. Bullard, 75 basis point moves. Then they go into a quiet period before their May 3rd and May 4th meeting. So there will be more talk today. We got to talk about Netflix. That was one of those earnings we had to see. Boy, those numbers were atrocious. Netflix lost subscribers, lost subscribers. Uh, They forecast even a bigger loss in Q2 of a potentially 2 million. Uh, Last time I checked their stock was down like 30%. I hope none of you owned it. More importantly, Netflix is down 63% from their peak in December. That is quite a drop. It was really interesting to read their press release talking. They were basically blaming everybody else. Competition, the war in Ukraine, this, that, the other thing. Netflix, do me a favor. Look yourself in the mirror and ask what you could do different. Stop pointing outside. Point inside first. Yes, lots of stuff going on but what I think's going on is I think consumers have choices and more importantly, I've heard nobody else talk about this this morning. I think it's just another sign that the consumer is stretched food prices, gas, you got to cut something. And I think consumers are already cutting back. And the first thing to go in this case was Netflix. So again, lots of stuff going on. Uh, Procter & Gamble, just to round it out, another important earnings. This is a consumer staple versus consumer discretionary, which is certainly Netflix. Uh, They reported good numbers, raised guidance, beat top and bottom, all of that good stuff, folks. So again, have a wonderful day. I was glad I was able to do this outside. Shout out to the Tahoe firefighter who left me a note yesterday. Yes, thank you very much. There's a storm coming to Tahoe tomorrow. I want to give you a shout out. If it's bad, we are just going to stay home and look out the window. Thanks for all you do, folks. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment, get the YouTube algorithm inviting more people. If you say hi to me, I will do my best to say hi back. Have a great day. Bye.